This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. The Capitals back at practice today preparing for Montreal. Tarek El-Bashir and I have a new TV show on Monumental and it debuts today. He joins me this morning to talk about it. Good morning, everybody. Today is Thursday, February 15th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. The Capitals returning to practice ice today at 10.30 in Arlington, the first of two practice days before the team flies north to face Montreal on Saturday night. There have been a lot of positive developments over the last week or so. Alex Ovechkin carrying a six-game goal streak into Saturday's game at Bell Center. Connor McMichael is skating as well as he has all season, and he picked up a goal Tuesday against Colorado. And perhaps the team has found a new way to deploy Tom Wilson assigning him to a line with Beck Malenstein and Nick Dowd. And that line even got a goal Tuesday while defending Nathan McKinnon and Miko Rantanen. But the Capitals, quite simply, need results that end the night with two points. With just one win in their last nine games, the time very much now for the Capitals to start piling up points. With 30 games to play, Washington must win at least 20 of them to have a chance for postseason play. 20 wins, of course, 40 points. That would give them a total at the finish line of 94. Playing at or near a 700 winning percentage is what's necessary as the team heads to Quebec this weekend. But here on the show this morning, we are beyond excited to announce that we've got a brand new TV show on Monumental Sports Network. The Caps Rink Report will air for the first time this morning at 10 a.m. on MSN. It's anchored by me and Tarek El-Bashir. Now, we've known each other for almost 20 years, back when I was the voice of the Hershey Bears and Tarek was a rookie reporter on the beat with the Washington Post. Our goal is pretty simple, to bring you an entertaining 30-minute hockey show, talking to players, coaches, and hockey personalities, and having as much fun as possible while doing it. A new show will be out every Thursday the rest of the season. We hope you enjoy it later today. Here with me this morning to discuss it all, my pal, Tarek El-Bashir. Well, Tarek, amazingly, you and I have landed our own television show, The Caps Rink Report, which will debut this morning at 10 a.m. and run over the next couple of days on Monumental Sports Network. You and I have been friends a long time. This is going to be a lot of fun to do and looking forward, partner, to doing this moving forward. Yeah, what an opportunity, John. I do wonder who we fooled. Apparently everyone. (laughs) At Monumental Sports Network. No, in all seriousness, just so happy, so thrilled. You and I have these discussions all the time, sometimes while we're walking a golf course, having a chat about the caps. Now we're doing it in front of a television camera. It's pretty awesome. Uh, you know, our dry run, I guess, which was episode one, had Tom Wilson and Kevin Wilson. That was a lot of fun. Got a lot of great feedback from fans who watched that on social media and on Monumental Sports Next website. But yeah, to now be on the air, so thrilled. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Now this show, we had a chance to talk with one of our favorite people, and it kind of illustrates to me how long you and I have known each <laughs> other, because if, even before I got to Washington, you were coming to 
Hershey. You were the beat writer for The Post. And we knew Bruce Boudreaux from back in the day. For me, since 2005. You knew him since he came to D.C. back in 2007. One of our favorite people. And the fact that our first show on over-the-air television was with Bruce feels very, very appropriate to me. A full circle. You know, I, I started covering this team for The Washington Post in 2005-06. So Alex Ovechkin's rookie year. Bruce Boudreaux showed up a couple years later. I got a funny story about how I found out that he was taking over the head coaching job. It was Thanksgiving morning. I was looking forward to a quick practice. The Caps were struggling. I knew that I was going to have to write a story kind of critical of the team. But I figured, ah, I'll crank this out and, and be at the dinner table in plenty of time. Get a call that morning. Hey, uh, how, how close are you to MedStar Capital's ice packs? Back then it was Kettler. I was like, ah, on my way. They're like, oh, yeah, th- th- there's some stuff going on. Hurry. <laughs> oh, ho, 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 ho. Little did I know, Bruce Boudreaux, the AHL Hershey Bears coach, was getting promoted. So I arrive. I kind of quickly put two and two together, and the players are on the ice doing their little warm-up before practice. You know, they just kind of wander around, kind of you know, getting their legs going. And then Bruce walks out and steps onto the ice, and he just has this smile on his face. And I'm like, this is a guy who has been waiting his whole life for this opportunity. That's just one of the moments that stands out to me. Another thing about Bruce and why he kind of holds a special place in my heart, we're grown men when he got the opportunity here. I was, you know, I already had children when I was covering the the team for the Washington Post, but I feel like we kind of grew up together. We kind of came of age. He figured out how to be an NHL head coach at the same time I was figuring out how to be an NHL beat writer. So just had some great moments with him over the years. Just an amazing guy. So, you know, it's just really cool to be able to call him a friend after all these years. No question. And for me who have gotten to be a part of three Calder Cup championships and a little bit even last year having covered it for Monumental and a Caps championship in 2018. Before Bruce came into my life in 2005, I worked with a team in Cincinnati who never won a playoff game in three (laughs) years I was there. The Bears were eliminated in the first round my first year in Hershey. They missed the playoffs in year two. They missed the playoffs in year three. So by the time that year four comes around, listen, I don't even know what a playoff series win looks like. (laughs) And Bruce comes in and we won the whole thing in 0506 yeah, yeah. and that memory and those two months and being a part of that run and being in Milwaukee yeah. and seeing him on the ice after getting dismissed by the LA Kings organization in Manchester after 50 win seasons but wasn't able to get out of the first round of the Calder Cup playoffs and lo and behold he comes to Washington and it started a marriage between Hershey and Washington that by the time the affiliation agreement is over right now with the extension that was just announced recently yeah. 25 years unheard up between an AHL and an NHL team, but it's the perfect situation for Washington and Hershey. It is, and it's a perfect situation for Bruce because he lives in Hershey, so he gets to watch pro hockey every night whenever he wants to go over to Giant Center and catch a game. But look, you're right. It is a perfect marriage, and the thing that really stands out to me about that relationship is there's sometimes a little bit of friction there between an NHL team and an AHL team because you know the AHL team needs to win. They need to sell tickets. The NHL team wants to put their young players down there. The Capitals and the Bears have just found a very good balance there. The Bears are able to put together rosters that can win hockey games and deliver championships. And the young players that are in the Capitals organization, they benefit from being around these veterans who know how to win at the pro level. They get to watch these guys on a day-to-day basis. They get to get marinated and overcooked, as we often say down there. And then when they get here to Washington, like Alexi Protus, like Connor McMichael, the list goes on and on. If you want to go all the way back to Mike Green and John Carlson and Braden Holtby, I mean, all those guys cut their teeth as pros down in Hershey, and when they got here, they were ready to go. 
I hesitate asking this in front of a podcast audience, but what the heck are we going to do on this show? Like, we're gonna, <laughs> we, we've got a show here where this is going yeah. to be talking with players, talking yep. with coaches, yep. a lot of different fun elements that I think you and I have enough chemistry and have known each other for long enough that, listen, we're going to have a lot of fun with this. We want to make it enjoyable for the viewer, but there's a vision here that I think we're going to have a lot of fun with, and you know, we look forward to putting this together every week. You know, I, the way I think about it, John, I feel like it's this podcast just on camera, right? <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. I, again, getting back to what I said uh, a few minutes ago, I mean, you and I have known each other for t- almost two decades now. We, we spend a little time outside of the rink hanging out, and the conversations always come back to the Capitals. And that's what we want to do. Be conversational. Bring the fans. People are busier than ever right now. Like, fans love the Capitals, but they don't have time to read every single tweet or break down the videos of, uh, raw video of, of interviews in the locker room. We're going to condense all of that, and we're going to tell you what you need to know about the Capitals in a 30-minute program and have a lot of fun along the way. If it sounds like a conversation you might hear on a golf course, it's because it probably is, because that's what you and I do. You know, I I, I wonder if we can pull that off. Again, we said we're going to have some fun. I don't know. Do you think a producer would let us, like, get a camera on a golf cart and we can just go to some local muni and just hack around a little? See, I think we've already... This is the show generation idea I'm talking about. Like, this sounds like something we should do. Just follow us around down at Haynes Point or something. Do you think we could expense some... uh, Expensive. 100%. <laughs> I need a new driver. It's never the golfer. It's always the tools, right? I, my slice, John. It, I mean, you've seen my slice. I have. It, it's not getting better. No, but maybe a new driver will help that. <laughs> we'll see if we can't get an expense report going for you. Thanks, bud. Since we do spend a lot of time on the golf course when we're not covering the team, don't rule out that golf course appearance at some point. So excited to have Tark here this morning to talk about our new show, The Caps Rink Report. There's a lot of chances to see it today and tomorrow, starting at 10 a.m. on MSN, again at 11, and also at 4 o'clock this afternoon. Tomorrow we'll be on at 4 and at 6.30 as well. Bruce Boudreaux will join us. Please reach out via social media. Tell us what you think about our new little venture. We're excited, and we hope you like it. It's the Capitals and the Montreal Canadiens, Saturday at 7, 6.45 airtime on 106.7 The Fan, and always right here on Caps Radio 24-7, heard for free at CapsRadio247.com. Have a great Thursday, everybody, and we'll see you on the TV side on Monumental starting this morning at 10. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.